are you ready to leave Egypt? <laughs> Get ready. You're leaving. I'm leaving. We're all leaving. Shalom, everybody, and welcome to Rabbi Ian 3. I'm Rabbi Yosef Edelstein, Rabbi E for short, and this is part two of Pesach prep. In these days before the amazing, illuminating, elevated holiday of Passover, I'm trying to really get myself excited about the holiday, and I hope some of that excitement will spill over, like delicious wine from the four cups we'll drink on Pesach night, will spill over to you. You see where I'm, what I'm thinking about, huh? Um, but no, Passover, such a beautiful holiday, so many ideas. In part one of this series, which I just recorded a couple days ago, we talked about freedom and how it's strange at first glance that on the night of our freedom, Seder night, we have more observances, mitzvot, than any other night of the year. But of course, we said it's not really so strange. It makes sense. First of all, God took us out of Egypt, gave us our physical freedom to bring us to Mount Sinai to get the Torah. And so the mitzvot were the result of our freedom. We were freed from Pharaoh to serve God. And also I explained on a deeper level that doing mitzvot is itself an expression of inner freedom. Every mitzvah connects us to God's will, to something higher, to a deeper understanding of ourselves, our fellow man, of our existence in this world. So mitzvot themselves lead to inner freedom. Okay, but another related idea, just one idea I want to share today, but it's so powerful, so much to think about. And, and maybe you've, you've read these words year in and year out, but have you ever really thought of them? And I'm talking again to myself. Have I ever really given them enough thought? So here they are. It's towards the end of the Haggadah. Before we, you know, have our matzah, very close to the matzah in the Seder, we say, Bechol dor vador chayev adam liros es atzmo ki ilu hu In every generation and generation, a person is obligated, not just a good idea, in every generation, a person is obligated to see him or herself, oneself, as if they left Egypt. Now, what does that mean? I mean, I'm not in Egypt. I never was in Egypt. I, at one point, I thought it'd be cool to go see the pyramids, but I have no plan to go physically to Egypt. But I'm obligated, as you are, as every Jew is in every generation, to see themselves as if they left Egypt on Seder night. And it's not just poetry. It's not just fluff. The rabbis don't use the word obligated. It doesn't just say a good idea. You know, why don't you strive to do that? It says you're obligated. And, and, I, and I'll explain to you, I think that means to put in the effort to enter into what those words mean and try to really experience it. So there are different approaches. First of all, for sure, we are part of the Jewish people. Every individual is part of that unit um, in a mystical sense called Knesset Yisrael, the collective Timeless, timeless meaning throughout the ages, national body called Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people. And so when they went out, our ancestors bodily, we weren't there bodily, but we're part of that body of Israel. And yes, we went out. And the truth is, we really have to realize our existence right now and on Seder night as Jews is completely linked to going out of Egypt. So that's one way of approaching it. And to, to really think about that, we can, of course, use our imagination, our empathy, think about the horrible slavery, call to pictures, certainly uh, Nazi Germany and other horrible times in our history to try to feel that empathy and then feel the joy of being released from that horrible bondage. 
Um, and by the way, uh, connecting to other times in our history on the Seder night is totally appropriate. The Seder night is above all time, actually, or rather, it spans the whole arc of Jewish history. We say in the Haggadah, in every generation, they rise up to destroy us. So yes, we can think of Egyptian bondage. We can think of pogroms and different things and God, you know, the difficulties and bitterness. That's part of the story we've had in our life as Jews, but God taking us out of there, rescuing us constantly. Okay, so we're connected to the bigger um, people, the Jewish people, every single one of us, and really we did go out collectively. But there's something more immediate and personal, too, because it says in every generation, that means every generation of Jews has its special challenge and special story of liberation. Now, Remember, this is very important. Physical liberation and freedom is part of the story, of course. But a deeper level, I would say, of the Pesach story of the Haggadah is spiritual liberation, right? We even say that in the Haggadah. We mentioned we were slaves, God took us out, but we also say originally our ancestors were idol worshipers, and now the omnipresent one has brought us to his service. The freedom of Pesach is being given spiritual freedom by God. Back in Egypt, it was a pagan, immoral society, an amazing civilization, of course, but our Jewish spirit, our the, the, the inheritance of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the message and mission we had for the world of a benevolent, one benevolent God and mankind being created in his image that was stifled and, and held down, constricted in Egypt. And then God took us out so we could re- renew that connection with our ancestors and receive the covenant spiritual freedom, not just physical freedom. So every generation has its challenge, right? Now, Jews leaving Ukraine, they're experiencing physical freedom. They can relate to that part of the story. But here, in our generation, let's say in America, well, the truth is we are physically enslaved too, to our phones, to our technology, to our overburdened schedules, to our social media. And that, and that is both physical and spiritual. But here's the point. Every gen- and think of things like pornography, immorality, run rampant. Is it, is it worse than Mitzrayim, Egypt? Quite possibly. And, and it affects all of us. And so, um, so we have a unique challenge as this generation to try to have faith in God, and faith is the mechanism that pulls down this spiritual potential of the night. Our faith, our amuna, that God can take us out from underneath the burden of all these external, physical barriers and forms of bondage, and each of them is also spiritual. Of course, our worship of technology and materialism. So every generation, in other words, has is supposed to see itself as it is going out from Egypt. And I should say that every Passover, we can tap into that same spiritual energy, if you will, of liberation. That's a Jewish idea. Physically, the bondage happened a long time ago. The slaves, our ancestors got out. But spiritually, that same illumination is renewed every single year. And the spiritual world is the root of everything in the physical world, we're taught. So we can, our generation right now can move out of its own Mitzrayim, its own, its own Egypt. By the way, Mitzrayim comes from the word Mitzar, which means a narrow, constricted place. So yes, there was a physical civilization, a grand, glorious, but immoral civilization called Egypt, but every but but the root of the word means constraint, and we were spiritually constrained there, and we were slaves there, and every generation, in other words, has its own constraints that hold us back generationally, but then there's also personal, every one of us. We all struggle with 
things that constrain our spiritual self-actualization, our jealousy, our desires, our competing with others, our what's called bilbul hadas, our lack of mindfulness, um, all these things are, are sometimes it's, um, you know, being down on ourselves and criticizing ourselves, anxiety and depression and sadness. That's the inner Mitzrayim that every one of us deals with. And great mystical rabbis talked about this, that this is very much a part, along with the quote-unquote national and historical part of our experience on Pesach, which of course is important. Every one of us has an opportunity to go through a personal step-by-step Seder, order of steps with the help of the matzah and the wine and, and throwing ourselves into the discussion and the story, we have the opportunity to achieve liberation, cherus, freedom, to a very great extent, or at least be lifted up above our own inner constraints, our own inner Mitzrayim. And that's something to think about from now through Seder night. It's an incredible opportunity to be lifted up, to get, you know, to, uh, to get somewhat sort of elevated above the smallness and the constriction, our own Mitzrayim that holds us back. That's the basic idea. I don't want to just repeat it ad infinitum, although maybe I could. (laughs) I really could. Um, So freedom is something we relive and re-experience every Pesach. It speaks to the generation, each generation with its unique challenges, its unique spiritual impurities and immorality that we have the opportunity to, to, to try to move um, beyond, or rather to ask Hashem to help us get out of, and we have our own personal bondage, Mitzrayim, our own Yetzir Hara, the evil inclination, and the ultimate redemption, which we look forward to, and Elijah the prophet comes to herald, that's why he's at the Seder, the ultimate redemption of mankind, it means both end of physical bondage and slavery of all kinds, but also the bondage to those inner constrictions, that Yetzir Hara that prevents us from connecting to God, from truly expressing our inner spiritual holiness and greatness. Thank you so much, and uh, hear me next time.